Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Karl Adolf Schlitt was in the engine room inspecting the progression of a repair. The German U-1206 submarine was sitting 200 feet below sea level in enemy territory, 8 miles off the coast of Peterhead, Scotland. Part of the engine's job was to recharge the sub's batteries, but it was failing to fulfill its duty. German U-boats were first introduced in World War I. With great stealth, they preyed upon many Allied merchant ships. The U-20 sparked international outrage in 1915 when, 11 miles off the south coast of Ireland, it fired a single torpedo into the hull of the RMS Lusitania, striking the ocean liner just below its wheelhouse. Quickly, the ship took on water, tilting so dramatically that only 6 out of the 48 lifeboats on board could even be maneuvered into the water. Out of the 1,962 people on board, Nearly 1,200 souls were lost. At the end of the war, Germany signed the Treaty of Versailles and was forbidden to build submarines ever again. But then, Hitler seized power. He rejected the treaty and resumed manufacturing. Early into World War II, 57 boats were beneath the waves of the Atlantic Ocean, once again targeting enemy merchant ships. Over the course of the war, 1,162 U-boats were launched. As Allied technology progressed, including the invention of radar, most of the German submarines were either destroyed or scuttled by the end of the European conflict. Back on the U-1206, the captain was overseeing the engine repair. He couldn't believe they were already having to fix the boat. It was brand spanking new, put into service less than a month prior. And after two training patrols, the crew were finally eight days into their first combat patrol. But it was already breaking down. Then another member of the crew entered the room and informed the captain that there was a leak in the forward end of the boat. Well, that's just great, he thought. Could things get any worse? In fact, they could. As the salty seawater filled up the compartment, it began to leak downward and into the compartment below. Unfortunately for Captain Schlitt and his crew, the sub's batteries were located inside. There was a chemical reaction, and the room rapidly filled with deadly amounts of chlorine gas. It was only a short matter of time before the lethal vapors were diffused throughout the rest of the boat. The crew needed to get out of there and fast. Schlitt ordered his men to blow the ballast tanks and fire all of the torpedoes for a rapid ascent. He knew he was taking a big risk of being spotted by enemy planes, but it was either that and a chance of surviving, or forever remain at the bottom of the sea. The submarine broke through the surface of the water. The crew began venting the boat, replacing the noxious gas with fresh air. It didn't take long for a Royal Air Force patrol to spot them. The planes bombarded the sub, damaging it enough to eliminate the chance of diving again. Schlitt knew this was the end of their short run. His last orders were to open the flood valves and scuttle the sub. The crew scrambled onto the deck and into life rafts, rowing across the heavy sea and toward the Scottish coast. Three of his men were pulled back down and into the icy depths. 
The rest were captured and held as prisoners of war, but they wouldn't remain incarcerated for very long. 24 days later, on May 8, 1945, Germany unconditionally surrendered to Allied forces. The leak that ended the mission did not occur from a manufacturer's defect. When the U-1206 was built, German submarines were patrolling at greater depths for very long intervals, but a major downside to this tactic was the inability to use the head. Men weren't able to flush the standard toilet installed in previous U-boat models, so the Germans developed a high-pressure toilet system, one that would allow crews to respond to nature's call far below the ocean's surface and dispose of their waste directly into the ocean. Operating the toilet was highly technical, requiring a set of valves to be opened and shut in a very specific order. Technical enough that, crew members were trained as specialists to work the underwater johns after their mates had finished doing their business. On this fateful day, however, a nameless crew member had to go. He stuffed himself into the head and sat down on the cold rim to fire his own set of torpedoes. When his chamber was empty, he pulled his pants back up and decided he would operate the valves himself. Of course, he made an oopsie and called for the specialist to take over, but the operator wasn't able to right the wrong. In his attempt to correct the mistake, the wrong valves were turned and both waste and seawater were pouring into the compartment. Who knew that it would only take one fatal flush to sink an indomitable U-boat? Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a 5-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.